This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Alma Pard, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Wonderful to be with you. Uh, so last week we had the pleasure of hearing your cat purr. Um, how many pets do you have? <laughs> um, altogether, yeah, ten. Wow. Ten. <laughs> but but that's uh, that's adding four chickens as well. Huh? Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean six six chickens and four other pets. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. Now you see we get to know each other better every single week. So now we know you 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 love the little animals too. Absolutely, of course. I'm mad about animals. Uh, Elmer, when I look at the story uh, this morning on The Green Times, uh, for you if you want to go and check it out, thegreentimes.co.za, it says a community-driven approach to climate change. I sort of feel like this is the solution, isn't it? If we can do a whole lot of small community efforts all over, they're going to merge at some point and we're going to see wholesale change instead of us all standing back and pointing a finger and saying government needs to do something. The power does seem to be in our hands as communities. Yes. Well, you know, that is in alignment with what I've always said, is you think globally and you act locally, which mm. is obviously what I'm trying to do. But what's really exciting about this um, story is that it's the first community-driven climate manifesto that was created in South Africa. And that, for me, is just a fantastic example for everybody. They talk about um, rural communities being more vulnerable, which is absolutely true. But climate change is not going to escape any of us. Mm. So this, for me, goes for any communities. And you know I like to be active in my local community, wherever you live. You know, we can't do everything online. We have to be in the real world, in our immediate vicinity as well. But this community rose up. Interestingly, with these um, uh, environmental lawyers, uh, lawyers for climate and and, and environmental justice, isn't that amazing? And they are called All Rise. (laughs) (laughs) That's a perfect name. And I'm so happy to hear about these lawyers as well. Lawyers for climate change. Never heard of that in South Africa before. Um, But it was as as a result of the massive uh, floods that they had in KZN. So you will understand that uh, it's one community in the Shoei area that have decided that they're going to have to be more aware of climate change, be aware of what happens on national level, on international and global level, and start unpacking, which I did uh, via a two-day-long workshop, what are the impacts on their community, what can be expected in the future, what is government doing, what can they do to mitigate um, the consequences on individuals and on the community. And they literally got together more than 40 delegates, and those were learners and teachers and farmers and community leaders, and they workshopped Mm -hmm. the important points for this manifesto. What, what I love about this is this just says what happens when there's really great, competent leadership stepping up and, and putting this together. So the community is working together because there's great leadership and there's trust and there's hope and all of those things that we need to actually see change in any kind of situation. And this really stands out for me in the story is the leadership, Alma. Absolutely. And the empowerment of the ordinary 
person at grassroots level so that every single person can feel that there's something that they can do because as you know it's it's not for us to sit and wait for somebody out there to do something mm. um that then turns us into victims of this whole thing there's always something we could do we are participants in the story we can stand up and create um groundbreaking documents as they have done um, and we can actually be counted in the future and be involved in it. Um, they work together with, um, they, they compile this manifesto, which I would like to mention just the main points, if please, I may. Please, go ahead, Alma. So it's a call on government also to do, to create the necessary policies and plans. Um, and it's a call on government also to work with environmental, the act, active people, um, it's a call for basic human rights in the constitution to defend it hmm. in the integrated development plan and, of course, the national environmental management um, laws. And it's also a call on businesses and all South Africans to take responsibility to avoid pollution and other environmental damage, look after our natural resources, conserve um, wildlife and all the things that you know are so close to my heart that is just common sense in terms of survival for us as humans because we need a healthy environment. Yeah. I always say we are our environment. If something goes wrong in your environment, you are absolutely impacted. There's no separation really. So, you know, threatened people, and that includes all of us, should play key roles in what their future looks like. Mm. And I thought it was such a beautiful quote from these all ride, all rise um, attorneys, lawyers. Can I read it for you? Please, I've seen it. It's, it's inspirational. Please go ahead, Alma. The ability to input on matters that directly impact our lives and our environment is an essential component of our dignity and rights. Without the strong human rights element protecting the, the environment, biodiversity and water or adequately addressing climate change issues is impossible. Every member of our community has a right to a safe environment, to participate in discussions and to be heard. So that is a call to all of us. And I think this is setting an example. I mentioned it before you and I connected, Alma, that I think this is the key to growth in any area, not only when it comes to environmental stewardship, is good leadership, all uh, communities working hard in their own spaces and taking keeping their own front door clean as it were and being able to see those overlap to s same communities all around to see a blanket of change and it's not only about what is said at by the leadership the leadership needs to be inspirational enough to draw everybody in and give everybody a voice so that people's needs are met and seen and understood and respected i think this is this is groundbreaking i'm not surprised that we're speaking about this with so much passion this morning this is, this is where we should have been years ago. Absolutely. And it's the call to personal leadership. So yeah. each person is a leader. It starts on the inside and it spills over in exactly how you live and what you do and whether you walk past rubbish or whether you pick it up or whether you hoot at somebody mm. who chucks rubbish out the window. You know, it's not, it's not a waiting for, for someone to rescue us. It's a, it's a matter of taking charge taking responsibility, understanding that our world is our responsibility. And we always speak about stewardship. And you know, that is the important call for me. Yes. So everybody has work to do. 
Well, the example has been set by the Mpongozi Community Climate Change Manifesto out there in Ashawi. I had a university friend from Ashawi. I never imagined that little town would make its way onto the map in such a powerful way as it has this time around. Alma, uh, hooray for sharing such a beautiful and important story with us. And uh, to our listeners, you'll find it all on thegreentimes.co.za. Thank you so much, Alma. Awesome. Have a blessed day. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.